0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Impact Motivator here at Impacting Life 24-7. Yeah, 7 o'clock, baby. Got the maestro supporting us with the new live track. It's live, y'all. The new format for Impacting Life 24-7 is it's Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, 7 p.m., to 7:30 p.m. So you got to get in, and you got to get out. The maestro, all the music. Impacting Life 24-7. We are coming to you live from the high definition studios here in Impactville. CL King sitting atop the Roof E Plowden legacy chair. What you say, Maestro? New format, new time unfortunately you ain't got a new host <laughs> new music new time slot new timeline it's all new baby So we want to welcome everybody to the ever-growing, steadily-moving, Impacting Life 24-7 podcast, which is heard in 40, what did I say, 46 states now, ladies and gentlemen, downloaded in 46 states around the United States. And over 30 countries around the world. That's right, impacting life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is Open Mic Monday. We are going to reclaim that format. And we are just going to build upon the, the great opportunities that have been bestowed upon us thus far So it's Monday, ladies and gentlemen. It's the start of some people's work week. (laughs) And, you know, if you work for yourself, you work. It's 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 all the same. It's all every day is a is the start. Every day is a Monday. So (laughs) thank you, uh, Dr. Dunlap, who is one of our Impact Life 24-7 sponsors. And also a contributor at our C.L. King Leadership Institute, a former army officer and just one awesome dude who is the founder and president of the PRF Institute. And PRF stands for. You going to put me on the spot, Dr. Dunlap, because I got to (laughs) remember the PRF Institute. I know that. Oh man, resources, finances, and what is the P? Is it planning? Oh, you 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 gotta forgive me, brother. It's it I want to get it right though. Planning, resources, and finance. Possessions. Oh boy, King blew it. Yep, see, <laughs> that's from that's from all those years on those psychotropic medications. So <laughs> possessions, resources, and finances, prfinstitute.org. And you can get up with Dr. Nate Dunlap, who, like I said, is one of our sponsors here at Impacting Life 24-7. And I have right behind me in the illustrious studios – his book entitled, What's Next? So i like for you to go out, uh, prfinstitute.org, uh, or look up Dr. Nate Dunlap. I had this card right in here. I should have just, I should have cheated, right? <laughs> and you can find him on Facebook, Dr. Nathaniel Dunlap Jr., and get his book, What's Next? Preparing for Eternity. Three critical questions before you that are that are facing you today: eternity. What does it mean to you? Okay. Where is eternity? When is eternity? (laughs) And and you know that those are some great questions that need need answering. And Doctor Dunlap, who is a biblical scholar, takes us through those questions and helps us prepare. And of course, I got a signed. I got a signed autograph copy way back in June of 2019. And he said in the book, he said, this is about your legacy. I said, wow, man, thank you. And So as you see behind me in the high definition studios here, we have a promotional onslaught of books from people who we have connected with over the years. show who have come on our podcast and you know i said you know i could have a whole bunch of stuff back here about me but and i'll switch it up we'll re we'll we'll uh we'll decorate again maybe but i i want you to know that there are people that we connect with all the time that are doing fantastic and remarkable things and dr nate dunlap is one of them so you know it's open mic monday Anybody got anything on their mind they like to chat and talk about in the chat box? Go ahead and leave your comments there. Yes, sir. That's the impacting life. See, I like to refer to and we only have 30 minutes tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We changed the the show format to get in and get out because I know people's attention span is short. They want you to put your stuff in TikTok version. (laughs) I completely got off of TikTok because you know what it was? It was not expedient for me to be on TikTok. Um, and, and you know, the, the reality is, is that Impacting Life 24-7 is a cathedral of resources. That's right, a cathedral of resources. And I have made it my mission to partner with people who are making an impact. And I've also made it my mission to, to I want to help people without expecting something in return. But I've I've been on a little quest here to teach people that if somebody needs you, you need to be there for them. If it's within your capability to do so. If, if somebody that you care about, you say you care about, calls you and they broke down on the side of the road and you're in town, you can't be like, uh Yeah, man. I just threw the ribs on the grill. My bad, dog. I mean, can't you call Triple H? See that that's that's not partnership for me. That's just association, man. If I if the the real the real friendship and partnership is when you got the you just slathered those baby back ribs up, got them in tinfoil. foil. If you happen to use tinfoil foil for your ribs, I've done them both ways. I think both ways are succulent. I put them on the grill raw, and I put them in tin foil. Sometimes, when tinfoil, foil, you can't watch them as good. As when you and some of y'all who don't eat, don't eat ribs, just forgive me. OK, but um, when when when, I, when you got those ribs, just the coals, the just right, man. And all of a sudden somebody calls you. Who who needs you and your ribs is more important than than y'all are just associates at best if I call you and I'm broke down, if I'm, I anticipate that you're within some sort of locale to help me. I was talking to, I was talking to Francis, my brother, the other day, I guess a couple weekends ago where congratulations to Francis Murray. He got married down at the beautiful Pine Null Shores aquarium, such a lovely day for him. And I was there. he, selected me to be his best man and I, I mean anytime you get to go get g'd up in a tux man that's a good day because man you walk a little different when you're stepping in a tux but you also walk a little different because in them, them tuxedo shoes is painful yo i asked for a size 14 i think them things was a 12 but anyway we were talking about how that happened to francis and i one time where I had came from Walmart and it started snowing and I'm thinking, okay, I can do this. Well, by the time I got to this, the, to the road, that was this long stretch off the back, back end of the wood somewhere to get to my home. I slid in the ditch and I had all these groceries and I couldn't get out of the ditch. So I know my brother Francis He's had a few high-speed chases in his life. Not anymore, but he has. And that brother can drive. So I said, man, I need you to come help a brother out. I'm stuck in the ditch. And so Francis loaded up his family. He It was dark. I mean, it was nighttime. He loaded up his family and his, and his kids, his wife, and his grand marquee, and came down. Now, you know that was a while ago when you're driving a grand marquee. He, he came with his grand marquee. And uh, we loaded all my groceries up into his big old trunk. Of grand. That's when they made car trunks big. And he took them all, took them up the street to to my house, and then we came back to try to get the car out the ditch. Now he wasn't successful, but he punched it. He tried to get up. A... But you know what? the 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 moral of the story is is that he was at his home resting. It was snowing. It was risk. It was a risk to him, and he said. I have a brother who is in need. I have a brother who is in need. And so when you think about open mic Monday tonight, when I, if, if, if you guys don't have any topics, I have one and it and it, it kind of falls in line with this topic. You know, there, I don't want to get too uh, preachy on you because just because, but I do want to tell you that there were two brothers In the Bible, one's name was Cain. The other's name was Abel. And Cain slew Abel or killed him. And and the question came up. A couple questions came up. All right, I'm going to help you tonight. A couple questions came up from the Lord. The first question, does anybody know what the first question after Cain slew Abel, what God asked, what was the first question God asked? Anybody know? I'll give you a few seconds to type in the chat or go look in your concordance. But the first question that God asked Cain after he killed his brother, was a question to which he already knew the answer. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to Impacting Life, twenty four seven. This is Open Mic Monday, so in other words, we don't have a guest. We don't. We're not following necessarily a strict format, a reg, a regimented format. You're welcome to chime in and give me a topic you want to talk about. We'll talk about it, but we only have uh thirty minutes now. The show has been reduced from an hour. To 30 minutes. Why is that? Because our team, all of our team is throughout the country and they all work regular jobs. And so us being up, us having a show starting at 830 and then you've got post production and then you've got uploading and you've got all these requirements. I said, no, nah, man, I, I'm not going to we don't want to continue to do this to our team. We've been at it strong now since 2019, but we we want to we want to be streamlined. We want to be agile. We want to be able to get what we need done in the realm of impact, and then get out of the way. You know, sometimes churches go on forever, and there's no really there's really no need for it. All right, you you you, you didn't, the Holy Ghost done left, and y'all still lingering around. You can just go and get you a barbecue dinner and be done. So, when Cain slew his brother Abel. The question that was asked of him was, first question, where is thy brother? Where is thy brother? Where's your brother, Cain? The guy you killed, where's your brother? Now, that's an interesting question because it sometimes falls short of asking And should we be that type of people that say, where is so-and-so when we haven't seen them? Where is such-and-such if we're associated with them or we're connected with them or we collaborate with them, we haven't seen them around in some time, whether it be socially or whatever, God started the conversation by saying, hey, where is your brother? And and if we can just stop there for a moment, we cannot lose the art of inquiring. I'm not talking about being nosy. I'm not talking about finding something to gossip about. I'm talking about inquiring about the welfare of our fellow men and women. I'm not talking about inquiring so that we can go back and tell every every seedy detail about them and hope that they have fallen in some calamity and in some pit that would justify your initial thought about them anyway. No, I'm saying that we cannot lose the art of inquiring about our fellow man. Or woman. We can't do it. We cannot do that. So God says, you know, where is your brother? The guy that you killed. I know you killed him. But I want to know if you know where he's at. And, you know, the, the crazy thing about this is, is the response. The response of Cain um, really just blows my mind. The response that Cain gave to the almighty, all-knowing, majestic King of Kings, the the creator of all things, the response he he gives is unbelievable because he just simply says, am I my brother's keeper? This is the first example of sibling rivalry. He says, am I my brother's keeper? And I guess we should, we should go back from time to time and ask ourselves that secondary question. The first question we should ask is where is our brother? Now, where could be a multitude of where's. So in other words, he could. we could say, where's he been? Or we could say, where is he in his mentality? Where is he financially? Do I need to go bless him? Where is he in his relationship? This is he or she, ladies and gentlemen. But but we, we can't be so self-absorbed and so all-consumed that we can't ever inquire about the wellness of our brothers and sisters. Where is your brother? I think we need to make that. I try to do it regularly. Somebody who I've had some sort of influence on, who I've tried to make some sort of impact in their life. I reach out and say, hey man, how are you doing? Just want to check up on you. Hope, you. hope you're doing okay. You do not know what that does for somebody when you are interested in where they are. The second thing, the second question we should ask is am I my brother's keeper? This, this this ain't that ain't none of my business. That ain't I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not he a grown man. She a grown woman. I'm not I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm staying out of that. Really? Really? You ever thought about this? And I am i know this might be a, a evangelistic stretch, but you ever thought about maybe the time when um, you didn't kill them, but you, you lacerated them with your tongue. And then the question reverberates throughout antiquity. Am I my brother's keeper? When you've given them the cold shoulder or you've, Seen them in the grocery store and you won't speak to them, or when you walk by them in the sanctuary and act like you don't know them. Am I my brother's keeper? See, because I know that, that, you know, Cain was looking for an easy way out. He groaned. I'm here minding my business. Am I supposed to know what is going on in my brother's life? Yes, because you were so involved with his life that you took it. And now all of a sudden you're pretending like you got amnesia. So it is incumbent upon us, ladies and gentlemen. It's vital on this start of the week, Open Mic Monday, it is vital for us to realize that caring, caring about people and being concerned about people and even injecting ourselves into their lives to bring intervention with people is not just for the people that walk around with white collars on. It's not just for the folks that have the cross around their neck but what i I'm, I'm just telling you that i've seen so many discussions about recently discussions about anxiety depression mental health etc and i i see so i see so many different different views on it you know like i see some of the most extreme views on mental health and, and depression and anxiety in the church that I've ever seen. I've never seen such polar opposite views of this topic. Never like, like the church don't know how to handle mental health. So they go to the extreme on one side or the other. Like you're not, you're not allowed to have anxiety. Jesus took it all away. Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Good to go. You're good. Really? Really? Wow. Okay. The problem is where we fall short when, when we're, when we're tossing out our scriptures is that we're missing the fact that we're not doing the grassroots micro level interventions. We're putting, we're putting so much on Jesus. We're putting so much on God that we, we acquit ourselves of our actual responsibility to, answer God's question where is your brother we're supposed to know we're supposed to have the 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 the, the aptitude to care about someone We're supposed to be able to say, hey, look, you might not be my biological friend or my biological family. You might not be someone that I associate with, but I see that you have a need. And I, because it's within my capacity to meet it, I'm going to minister to you. See, but I, that's what I'm saying. when When I look at when I look at what the what the church at large has has done, it's like they fumbled the ball on on some of these issues, like like you know. You're saying, well, you know, mental health is not a thing that we should discuss in the church. It's become almost taboo. Right. Or people with anxiety or depression or things like that. Right. Am I telling the truth? Right. We don't know. We don't know how to handle it. Well, let's just slap some oil on them. Let's just pray God and bless them. Yeah. Right. But if I got a broken arm, pray for it and then get me down to the doctor. So there, there's interventions that have to take place. And here's all I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is that when I look at this is open mic Monday. Nobody gave me Dr. Dunlap didn't give me a topic. So I chose one myself. How are you, Dr. Uh, Donald Lamb? Dr. Donald Lamb is one of our sponsors as well. He is, you've probably seen me wear one of his shirts, Mama's Boy Event Planning and Coordinating. He is a tremendous man of God and a tremendous friend and also a gold sponsor at Impacting Life 24-7. So we love and appreciate him. He is somebody who does what I'm talking about, just out of the blue. Donald Lamb will send me a text. Hey, brother, praying for you. Thinking about you. Because see when Cain was approached with it. God said, where's your brother? If you had been if you had not been so jealous of him and been more interested in his well-being, you would know where he is, but you slew him. Now you got to cover it up. See, and what I'm trying to tell what I'm trying to tell us in the faith community and those that, that are in other other communities is that we put so much on God for this thing. Like, well, God'll handle it. God. When somebody tell me, "Man, pray for me." Man, I I do pray for you, but then let me know what else I can do. You know, we got some old couples that that are friends with me, man, and 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 um, you know, they say, "Pray for so and so because of my husband because of this and that and the other." I'm like, "I'm praying for him, but I also want to know do y'all need some groceries?" Donald Lamb says mental health should be discussed. Heck, that's where some of us get our issues from. (laughs) Oh, that is so true. Donald Lamb says, (laughs) oh, that's good, folks. That's good right there. Donald Lamb says mental health should be discussed. Heck, that's where some of us get our issues from, church folk. That is so right And see what what I said earlier was we we try to absolve ourselves from this. you know we try to we try to we try to shirk our responsibilities to actually know how to care for our fellow man who may be going through something that that uh, the olive oil ain't working for All right? And, and, and so and so what we what we look at, if we look at the structure of the first church, if you if you study your history, that they, they were every everybody had all things in common. They they took care of one another's needs. They were it wasn't about being nosy and knowing what sister Sally doing or brother Jerome doing. No, no, no. It was about, hey, man, I really care. I'm here for you. And so when, when we talk about mental health, it's like the, the church is punted on that. Know what to do. Somebody come to church acting, acting, acting a little bit wayward. We just we don't find the door for them. Hey, if you got Bible for that, OK. You and you can't just and, and we can't just dismiss it like it's not a real thing. Like like, you know, I'm having a lady on our show next week. I'm going to tag a bunch of people for this show because she's going to talk to us. I've had someone on our show about dealing with grief before, but it's from a perspective of the griever. This lady is got a movement dealing with us that are supposed to support the griever. All right. Donald Lamb says far too long. Mental health issues have been swept under the rug. We want people to think we're perfect because we're church Christian folks. It needs to be addressed. Amen. 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 Right. We 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 got it together. We walk in with our broad phylacteries and and our big, beautiful hats and our pimped out rides out front with no spots on the rims. And we walk in, but on the inside, there' a whole lot of stuff going on. And so, just because we, we we look the part, doesn't mean we are the part. I'm one minute over, boy. I ain't supposed to go over on my own, on the inaugural show of Impacting Life twenty four seven. Thirty minutes. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. The show is Monday night, Tuesday night, and uh, Thursday night, seven to seven thirty. That's it. That's all you get of Impacting Life, even when we have guests. Will of course allow for the spirit to move if things go a little longer. But uh, I wanted to just I wanted to make sure that that we don't um, we don't take up everybody's time. All right, people got stuff to do, and eight thirty is late for my staff. Tore up on the inside. You're right there, Dr. Donald Lamb. Go check him out if you need an event done. Mama's Boy Catering and Events. Find him on Facebook, Donald Lamb. His name, his name is under Donald Patricia Flowers Lamb. He's got an amazing business, man. I, I mean, I just, I look at the stuff he does, and I'm just like, man, one day I'm going to be able to afford that brother. He go, we going to put on a conference just so you can come down and do it, baby. So I appreciate you, and I, I appreciate you understanding that this is this is a reality. You're right. The, the things that the church has made taboo, is now affecting the follow-on generations, you know. Like Dr. Dunlap talks about it, you know. Like we don't talk about we don't talk about preparation in the church. We we don't talk about getting your getting your order affairs in in, in order. We are supposed to be blessed to the Lord, and and most funerals we see him being done through a GoFundMe. I'm gonna leave all that alone till I have the doctor back because he the man he performs surgery on y'all. So this is the way it goes, ladies and gentlemen, Impacting Life 24-7, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night, 7 to 7.30, all right, so when we have guests, we will just get right to it, won't be a whole lot of preliminaries, and uh, we wanted to do that so that we can manage our time wisely. We wanted to manage our time wisely. We've got this book coming out. It takes it takes a lot to write a book. I'm not a writer. I'm a speaker. I write my speeches out, but they was already in my head. And I might, I might do six pages, right? To write 100 pages is like, and I know all the story, but it's killing me. So anyway, pray for me. July 24th is when it's supposed to be released. Who Ate My Brownie? No matter the adversity, you still can make it. I love you, folks. I hope everyone is blessed for the rest of the week. And if you need me, just reach out. CLKingspeaker.com. If it's within our means to do something and help, we will. And if it's not, we'll tell you. But we'll Just be honest. I mean, I ain't got no money today. <laughs> so until next time, which will be tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Set it in, set it on your clock. Subscribe to our podcast. Don't miss it. We appreciate y'all. Have a good night.